The reading this morning comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Now, the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son, and he named him Jesus. The word of the Lord. How many of you have ever been in a Christmas pageant? It's sort of a rite of passage in the church, and sometimes we let you do it even as an adult. It's fun to, uh, I, I can remember even as a small child, both doing Christmas pageants. Can I have this one? There we go. Hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> but I can remember as a little kid even, uh, uh, you know, enacting both the, the Christmas pageant story, but also the Good Samaritan story, some of the King David story. I mean, we, we used to embody these stories because they help us remember them. They help us put them in our, uh, in our minds. I was thinking this morning, uh, one of my previous churches, we had a, a Christmas pageant and the little girl that was holding baby Jesus up on the chancel like this, she dropped him. And not only did she drop him, but he went rolling down the steps of the, the, ch- the church and the person who was narrating the page- pageant didn't miss a beat and said, what, like none of you have ever dropped a baby before? <laughs> you know, you kind of got to go with it. Uh, Angela was very sweet. I mean, Mary over here was very sweet with uh, showing her baby to everybody. I would imagine that uh, Mary, just like every other mother, uh, doted and wanted to show her precious baby to those that gathered with her at the inn. Last week, we spoke about Mary and her role within the sort of theology of the church and how in uh, our uh, Catholic circles and uh, Orthodox circles, her role is much more elevated sometimes than we make it in the the Protestant traditions. I also want to talk about Joseph, though, because he gets his due, too. Joseph is such a a seminal character in all of this, but he kind of gets brushed to the side. In fact, you look at a lot of sacred art, and there's just Mary with this baby and little Joseph somewhere over here, all the other characters are there. But Joseph, I love Joseph. Joseph is a dreamer. He is one God speaks to in his dreams, and he listens. He pays attention. 
And in this case, God asked him to do something very difficult. That is, Mary is going to have a child, and it's going to be your job to protect her and this baby. We know that not only did they have to travel to Bethlehem for a census taking, but then Herod turned ugly and cruel when Herod heard through the wise men that there might be a a baby that would later be a king. Herod uh, ordered what we call the slaughter of the innocents, the killing of all the Hebrew baby boys. This should ring a bell, right? Uh, Remember the Exodus story? Uh, And so, again, in a reverse Exodus story, Jesus and Mary and Joseph become refugees. They head off to Egypt, back into Egypt, as a way of protecting the baby. And so Joseph becomes this representation in the early church and throughout church history of what it means to be merciful. He could have left Mary when he found out that she was with child. He would have been absolutely within his right. But he chose the root of mercy. He chose the root of virtue because the scripture tells us that he was a righteous man. He was righteous and he didn't do what could have been his to do, dismiss her, but rather he protected her and took her. So Joseph becomes in the early tradition of the church this model of what it means to live a virtuous life. It is an act of uh, civil disobedience in their case that they They took the child away. They didn't bring the child to be counted, but rather took the child away. And Joseph helps make that happen. We don't hear a whole lot about Joseph after this. We know, we hear about Joseph in, uh, you know, when Jesus was about 12 and going to the temple. We know that Joseph and Mary were together at that point. And then we assume that he has passed away by the time Jesus enters adulthood uh, into his ministry because we really don't ever hear of him. You hear of Mary at the cross and you hear of Uh, the the brothers and sisters of Jesus, but you don't hear about Joseph. But as we uh, enter into this Christmas story this year, I want to invite us to be thinking about the witness of Joseph, what it means to offer mercy to one another, to protect protect folks, to, to care for those that are in our midst, to shield folks from danger, to, uh, to guide people to allow Christ to be born, even in the most difficult of conditions. There is Joseph standing by faithfully, righteously, virtuously, with a great sense of honor and integrity and mercy. As we enter into this last couple of days of the Advent season, I want to invite us to open our hearts to the mercy of God, to that grace and forgiveness, to open our hearts to the ways that we might be merciful, the ways that we might show compassion, that we might express our virtue in welcoming those, of of making room, of doing the honorable thing for those in our care. Let us pray. God, we thank you for the witness of our children and for the witness of this pageant for the ways that it reminds us of this sacred story, a story that has formed each of us in all sorts of ways. But God, as we go into this time of remembering Christ's birth, 
Open us in new ways. Open us to what it means to allow the Christ child to be born in our hearts. Descend on us, we pray. Open us, God, to your grace and your mercy. Open us, God, to being people of grace and mercy. May our lives be a witness of virtue, of kindness, of righteousness. For we ask it in the name of the Christ who came among us. Amen.